Hey, thanks for joining us for this driver data download in the COVID era. My name is Rob Hatchett, president of Seat My Trucks Recruiting Agency, uh, and I'm excited to uh, get to hang out this morning with Tim Crawford, co-founder and CEO of 10 Street. Tim, uh, no doubt for our industry, you are the guru of driver data. So thanks for taking the time to share with all of us this morning. Hey, Rob, happy to be here. Appreciate you and Freightways putting this together. Looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. So, so let's let's lay some foundation here for all of our listeners as to where this data is coming from. Uh, Ten Street is an applicant tracking system, and 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 Tim, give us a rundown of the the number of users y'all have. Yeah, we uh, we work with oh 2,200, 2,300 different fleets from fleets of ten trucks all the way up to twenty thousand. So all kind of cover the waterfront that side. Um, we do a lot of employment verifications. Um, you know, we have uh, probably about 40% of the employee verifications in the market sort of go across our platform. Um, and in, in any given month, we probably see applications from one place or another from, oh, oh 300, 400,000 drivers. Wow. And that's a month? That's per month, yeah. Yeah, so, so obviously that's a, a, a huge sample size for the market. Um, and, and, and Tim, I mean, obviously this is perfect timing for us to have this conversation. Drivers and specifically driver recruiting have become, uh, I mean, hot topics over the past eight weeks. Um, so, so when you're looking at all those carriers and all those drivers, give us some numbers behind uh, what, are, what, what are you seeing? A lot of carriers are feeling a pinch right now, but, but what does the data show you from, from 10 Street? Yeah, it's been a really, really interesting time, obviously. I mean, it's a, to say unprecedented times is, is such a cliche, but it's, it's so true. Um, you know, we kind of date the pandemic back to kind of mid-March, if you look at that. Um, you know, what we've seen in the driver market is the number of drivers in the market, you know, it, it, uh, it hit a floor, it looks like, around mid-May, and it's, it's certainly been climbing back. But we're seeing driver applications still down 15 to 20 percent, you know, on average uh, from where they were at the start of uh, at the start of this whole thing. And really, if you look year over year, it's down pretty significantly from this time last August. So there's a reason people are feeling this driver shortage. It looks to be real. So, Tim, on those applications, is that specifically referring to experienced drivers? You know, there's kind of two buckets. You've got experienced drivers and student drivers. Do you, do you, are you able to see the difference between both of those? Are both of those down, or is that a collective number that's down? No, we're, we're seeing uh, that sort of drop for both the experienced and student drivers, uh, as well as from both lead applications, the short form, as well as and the full applications, full-blown DOT apps. So kind of across the board, no matter how we cut it, we're seeing a drop in the uh, the number of applications. Yeah. And, and just for viewers, so when you say leads, that's like a short form. So they haven't signed their releases. They probably haven't given the whole work work history. That's just a lead. And then when you say full application, that means they've given you everything. They've signed the releases. Is that a correct definition of those? Exactly, exactly the right way we look at it. Yeah. Perfect. So what about this is a conversation I get into all the time about the quality of the applicants. And, and I hear so often carriers say, man, the, the quality has gone down. Do you have any, any, any data around quality of drivers? Yeah, when, when we look at the, the objective measures of, of quality, the really obvious things, 
number of accidents the drivers are self-disclosing, the number of violations they've had, the number of employers they've had. Um, those, all those numbers are essentially rock solid. You know, uh, haven't changed uh, really in over a year. Um, they seem to be really, really stable. So what, what we think is going on is that it's, it's the more nebulous, subjective things that are driving the, the quality perceptions. You know, whether it's the nature of the turnover or the fit with company culture, those sorts of things, as near as we can tell. Yeah, and, and one of those subjective items that, that I'm watching is unemployment. You know, a lot of carriers say no more than X amount of months of unemployment in the past 12 months or 24 months. And so obviously now in, in this current era, uh, you got to think those months will go up. And so that, that impacts quality for a lot of, a lot of carriers. Um, now, what about processing drivers? So, so to qualify drivers, back to the quality, we've got to run MVRs, PSPs, DACs. I know a lot of carriers do that through y'all. I mean, applications are down 15%, you said. I mean, is processing down as well? That's the really interesting thing is, is processing I clearly dipped during you know, April and May. Uh, but if you look at where it is in July and August and recently, um, Overall processing, really generally, is is off maybe less than five points, sort of across the board, right? So while it's down a little bit compared to the app volume, um, it's not really down. Um, and so the the amount of work that's going on um, is is much harder. And it looks to us like people are working harder to try to get drivers seated. Um, uh, than they were, than they may have been on the individual driver. The same application would have presented, say, in January. Yeah, yeah, that that that's interesting because that's you know the the question is 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 are they trying to qualify some people that they normally would not have tried to qualify based on what the application says? And so obviously, if there's a shortage, if if, if trucks are empty, they're going to have to work harder. So that's a uh, to, to me, that's a really interesting point right there that, that processing has not dipped the same amount. Um, and, and then what about what about n- number of recruiters? You know, something I, I saw like March, April, May was a lot of carriers. They were full on their trucks. And so they let some recruiters go. Uh, can, can y'all tell number of users in the system? I mean, have you have you got any data around that? Yeah, we uh, about the same time frame you saw, we saw a drop in the number of users logging in. Um, at one point, sort of mid to late May, it was probably off 12, 14 points, something like that from pre-pandemic levels. Um, that has since rebounded. We're basically, on an average basis, right, um, we're basically back to where we started. Um, you know, our, our, our clients who are using us on the applicant tracking side are probably two points above where they were in, in March, two percentage points in terms of the number of users. If you look across the, the verifications pool, the, the carriers who use us to get their verifications done, and the number varies around, uh, you know, it's probably a couple points the other direction, but certainly not the, to the decline that we saw, you know, 60 days ago. Yeah, so, so everything you're telling me, Tim, I'm hearing applications are down for experienced drivers. I'm hearing applications are down for student drivers. I'm hearing recruiting departments are working harder to process drivers. Uh, that tells me that, that, all eyes are on drivers and driver recruiting right now. And when that happens, 
people start asking a bunch of questions about, okay, how are we working these drivers? And so I know one thing with 10 Street, your, your desire is to help carriers efficiently process drivers. Um, can, can you tell anything in terms of how recruiters work those applications? Is there any data around, hey, uh, if you work them efficiently, there's a better conversion rate? So what, what do you see on efficiency? Yeah, we, we really look at that data really closely. Um, and, and probably the biggest thing we see uh, in terms of the impact efficiency has on overall success in recruiting is how quickly carriers respond to that driver's application. Uh, which makes a ton of sense if you think about it from the driver's perspective. I mean, they're on their phone, uh, they have a few minutes to submit an app, um, and they're thinking about that application right then. Um, if you catch them right then, they're going to be a lot more open to having that conversation and getting engaged with that recruiter. You wait 30 minutes, you wait an hour, you, your mileage may vary, right? Just be on lunch about it. Um, what we see is carriers that reach that driver within five minutes of that application submission, which is really fast, five minutes. But they're converting those applications at about a 50% improved clip compared to the average, right? Uh, even 30 minutes, within 30 minutes of application submission, um, you know, you're, you're converting those apps, you know, 40% better than average. Right? Um, more than four hours, um, you know, same business day, you're, you're actually below average. You're, you're, you're wasting money in terms of the, uh, um, the ad spend that generated that interest from that driver. And so we see response times being huge in terms of determining overall, the overall effectiveness of that recruiting organization. Tim, you know, something I heard you say a couple years ago, and I had wondered this for years, you talked about the number of carriers a driver applies to. So we all know that drivers are talking more than to just that one particular carrier, but you had some data around that. What, what are you seeing today about the number of, of carriers a driver is applying to? Yeah, well, it's been really interesting, especially as uh, the pandemic has progressed. And I think as the driver, the, the reality of the kind of the on the ground driver shortage is really set in. What we see is the deeper a driver goes into the hiring process with any one carrier, the more likely it is that that driver is talking to a bunch of other carriers. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. If the driver's just submitted a lead app, the short form, he's talking to, we see, about 1.8 carriers total, right, on average. So the average, uh, the average driver's talking to two, submits a couple of lead forms. If he does a full app anywhere, Right, a full-blown DOT app anywhere. He's probably talking to between four and a half and five carriers. Um, and if he gets hired anywhere, he goes all the way through and he gets hired, that number goes up from four and a half to five to between five and a half and six. Meaning the deeper that driver gets in the process, the more carriers he's talking to, the more the carrier competition rates. From the driver's perspective, it makes total sense, right? If you're thinking about changing jobs, make sure you're getting the better offer, best offer. Like, do your due diligence. Um, what we've seen during the pandemic is while there's been fewer, you know, the 10 or 15% drop in the number of car drivers in the market, uh, the drivers that are in the market are actually talking to more carriers, especially the deeper they get into the process. Um, and so not only is there a, uh, an increased uh, amount, of increased shortage in the number of drivers in the market, the level of competition for those, those drivers is also up. Right. Um, and so it's, it's a, 
really difficult world, um, especially relative to the, the freight, which has been good, but not great uh, the, the past 30 days or so. Yeah. And so that, that increased competition there uh, in recruiting, a phrase that we use a lot is getting ghosted. That's a driver that we thought was coming to orientation and, and then they didn't show up. But if they're talking to five other carriers, uh, again, we've got to remember that, hey, it's not just us they're talking to. Um, and and that, that gets to the importance of communication with drivers. And I know there's a lot of communication within 10 Street. What, what do you see in terms of recruiters staying touch in, in touch with drivers until they finally get hired? Do you have any data around mobile use, uh, ways recruiters are, are communicating? We do. We do. I mean, the, the first one's the point you made right at the end there. You know, um, mobile is first, right? 80% of the full applications we see, even a higher percentage of the lead applications we see are coming off mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you think about that, if I send you a, a, a text message, I'm going to expect you to respond faster than if you send if I send you an email. So mobile brings with it the expectation of a faster response time. Um, and, and so that's, again, back to the speed point, you know, carriers have to be quick. The, the ability to engage drivers via mobile is so, so critical. Um, not surprisingly, the drivers that engage in a two-way conversation, whether it's via phone, text, you know, an in-app message like for our, our driver pulse, they're going to hire on at a higher rate. They're, they're more connected. They have more of their questions answered. Um, you know, what we see, though, that's been surprising is that in-app messaging, you know, via Pulse, is, you know, 50% more likely to convert that driver than the same interaction via text. Um, it's like, you know, when a driver, the whole point that we take away is when a driver's in job search mode, capitalize on that, right? When they're thinking about their career, thinking about where they need to go to work, you got you to gotta strike by the iron's hot. If, if that driver submits an app and you don't get back to them or your reply is in between text messages from their kids or from their, you know, you know, whatever other text messages I got, your message is going to get lost in the shuffle. Um, and that's why, you know, the carriers that, that find the way to sort of interact and when and how the driver's ready have a higher success rate. Now, one one area that really just like exploded overnight with COVID was was this remote or online orientation. So, so you know, normally a recruiter talks to a driver on Monday, and now they're trying to get them here for orientation next Monday. So, you got a whole week to stay in touch with the driver. But now, with remote or online orientation, it, it's one of those they can now get started. Uh, immediately, basically, once the driver's qualified. And so that, that allows, you know, to be more efficient in the processing. But the question a lot of carriers have is, is this remote orientation, is this here to stay or is this just a short-term thing? Uh, what, what are you seeing in terms of remote online orientation? I mean, first, you know, our, we're definitely seeing the trend towards that. Absolutely. Uh, even with application volume being down, uh, we're seeing, you know, our – um, uh, electronic drug test, uh, the ECCF drug test without a paper chain of, uh, chain of custody. Uh, we've seen demand for that up or usage of that up 25%. Um, the usage of online onboarding is up a really similar percentage, you know, whether it's, Hey, I'm going to capture, you know, capture your CDL before you get to orientation, fill out this form, conduct this training, whatever. Uh, again, it makes sense relative to mobile first, 
it makes sense in terms of, you know, I'd rather fill out a form, you know, sitting on my sofa watching TV than sitting in a classroom. And I think drivers would as well. Um, and, and I think it also helps, you mentioned kind of ghosting and driver engagement. And, and it's hard to really prove that in the data, like how many drivers would have ghosted you. Um, but we definitely think it gives carriers insight into the drivers who are most engaged and the drivers who, who may need to be resold on that position. And so we definitely think, think it's something that is here to stay. It makes so much sense for the driver. It makes so much sense for carriers. And one metric that so many carriers follow is, is time to hire. So from the time I first get that application to when the driver actually gets hired is, is X number of days. Of course, it's different for every carrier. And that's one thing I'm interested if If online orientation continues, it should theoretically shrink that time to hire. Um, and so which is obviously a positive thing for carriers. And so um, that's where, again, I'm really watching to see is this short term or is this long term uh, in terms of, hey, it, it'll help us see trucks quicker, for sure. Oh, exactly. And even just the, the cost savings of, hey, instead of having a three-day orientation, make it two. Instead of two, make it one. And make the time you do have in person with the driver really, really count. Um, you know, don't spend that precious time with the driver filling out the same form he's filled out every other carrier he's ever worked for. Uh, make the experience something memorable. So, so uh, Tenstra, you, you've seen driver shortages before. Are there are there any any metrics from from past shortages? Again, as it looks like we're heading in that direction right now today uh, into a into a, what I believe is going to be a very heavy driver shortage. Uh, are there any metrics that that you're watching for that you've seen in the past uh, to to further explain uh, that this this shortage that we're in right now? Yeah, I mean, we've looked really hard, and, and while we think that the whole there's a lot of structural factors, you know, driver demographics, you know, new entrants to the industry, all those sorts of things, and all those are still in play. The, the hard part is looking at it right now, going, okay, well, where are we relative to a driver? You know, what's what's really going to be the outlook for the next ninety days or so? And at the risk of just kind of copping out, I mean, I think to a certain extent, from a metrics perspective kind of all bets are off. I mean, I've been around the industry a really long time, and I don't think I've ever seen um, a driver shortage with unemployment at 10%. Sure. Um, you know, that's just, you know, uh, the seasonality, it's all, you know, askew. I think it's a week-by-week -week deal to see kind of how the economy really develops in the second, in the back half of the year. Tim, I know one of the other conversations for this FreightWaves event is around uh, CDL schools and delays and the ability to, uh, to bring on student drivers into the, to the driving workforce. Uh, are you seeing any specific numbers around student hires? Because obviously uh, we need more people coming into the industry if there's really going to be this long-term shortage. Uh, what, what are you seeing right now? Yeah, I mean, not surprisingly, relative to all the challenges the DMVs had and getting guys licensed and all those sorts of things, uh, you know, we saw a massive, massive drop in the number of students being transferred across our network. Um, you know, we work with a lot of schools and a lot of CBTA members. Um, the, you know, the volumes we saw in April, May were, were pretty distressing, right? I mean, the bottom fell out of the market. And we're still seeing, even though things have, moved, have improved in, in June and July, we're still probably 25% off of our pre-pandemic levels. And so the school, we're getting some school through, but it's still really, really low. 
Yeah, and it's it's there's such a trickle down effect. So many people think that only impacts carriers that hire students. But the trickle down effect of no, no, no. This is the pipeline for months and for years to come. Is uh, is 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 I watch this. I'm going. We've got to get these schools back up to speed 100 percent as quickly as possible. And so I certainly hope uh, I certainly hope those numbers get back to pre pandemic levels for sure. Um, so, so Tim, thanks, man. This is uh, this has been great. I mean, so many carriers are watching drivers and driver recruiting right now. I know you are. Uh, for me, you've always been the source of driver data for years. And so, thank you for sharing with all of us today. I can't wait to see in three months and in six months where are these same metrics because, uh, uh, as you said, this is uh, this is uh, historic times, and so it's going to be uh, interesting to see where the market is. So, thank you for your time and for sharing with us today. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure, Rob. Thanks for having me on. I really, really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun.